Crumble Flag, Part Two, Downtown. Make way for his lordship, sheriff, and grand what's it? Crab tight the cunning of Dunwich. I've a cousin in Dunwich. It's a crap hole. Silence, surf. They call Sydney. Lest you shudder at the lash of the mighty flagellator, five thousand. Just said, mate. Do not refer to your betters in so familiar a fashion, lest you be made to whimper at the crunching of your own finger bones under my torturer's boot. Do you want to ease up on the old torture thing? It's not going to make this trip into town go any faster. If I had my will, I would not be joining you at all on this expedition into the plague-infested pauper trap. Yeah, well you've got to, haven't you? Because the Queen herself told you. Curse the wretched woman. I'll tell her you said that. You hold your tongue, peasant. Lest you leak bow breeze in anal relaxing fear at the... Leave it out, mate. Wait. Before we step beyond the castle walls, let me fetch myself a protective mask or something. What? Blimey. The smell ain't that bad. It is not the smell that concerns me, simple serf. If this sickness has taken the lives of you poor folk, who's to say it would not infect the likes of me? That's what I mean. Everyone knows that sickness travels on the smells in the air, so it stands to reason. If the smell isn't that strong, then the illness ain't that bad either. That is possibly the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. It's what my mum taught me. Has this wisdom kept her fit and healthy? Right up until she died, at the ripe old age of 32. Oh, bloody hell. Died peacefully in her bed, with a hacking cough and rampant gangrene. Right, that does it. I'm not going near these people without some very serious safeguarding precautions. Follow me. Right, you are, squire. I'm a lord, not a squire. Never mistake me for such again, lest you... Get on with it. I'm in trouble. I, I, I don't know what, what, what to do. The first thing I suggest you do, Vivian, husband of mine, king of Crumble Flan, light of my life, is calm down. <laughs> no, seriously. Because your dithery whining really is very annoying. But the plague. I mean, I mean, I mean to say, how, 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 how are we? What can we be? Be quiet, Vivian. Uh, quite right. <laughs> Sorry. There's no point us worrying and imagining the worst until we know exactly what it is we're dealing with. It could just be a bad bout of effluvia. Oh, yes, that could be terrible, can't it? Wasn't I in bed for a week with that? No, that was when you sprained your earlobe, darling. How you managed to do that whilst whistling, I've no idea. Oh, it was sore, though. What's this effluvia, then? Well, it's rather difficult to describe without seeming... unqueenly. Come now, dearest. It's just me and thee here. I mean to say, I've seen you in just your undercassock, and you've said some pretty filthy things in those moments, eh? 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 Pull yourself together! Uh. It's not even a holy day! So you can keep any thoughts of me and my undercassock well out of your mind. I'll certainly try. Well, this should make it easier for you. Effluvia is when you're so ill that you cannot control the quantity or indeed the quality of the stuff coming out of your backside. Oh, you you mean uh, drippy drippy squid squids? Yes. 
It's terribly unpleasant and outrageously whiffy. It is not, however, fatal. Unless, I suppose, you empty yourself so much as to turn yourself inside out, somehow. Yes, yes. could I stop you there, dear heart? Um, Is it... uh... Is it terribly contagious, this effluvia? It can be, yes. But again, it's unlikely that you'd be in a bowels falling out of your bottom situation. Right, yes, yes, thank you. And um, we, 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 we've sent our most trusted and, and closest advisor down into the town among these sick individuals. Don't worry about Crabtite. He's very sensible, and he hates touching poor people, so he won't get into any trouble. I'm sure he'll be completely safe. Curses that blood-stained grit. Where in the blazes is it? <sighs> nice room you got here, my lord. Would you be quiet, please? I can barely hear myself grumble. Sorry. I mean, how could they send me into the jaws of death after all I've done for them? Parent idiots. Got a lot of nice stuff here, my lord. A lot of fancy stuff. When you work as hard as I do, you deserve a few nice things, you know? Plus, a man of my station must dress well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the, uh, the hats. What about them? Just, uh... Oh, well, there's quite a few of them, is all. Well? And they're all... Well, they all make a statement, don't they? They are fashioned by the finest hatters. They don't half take up a lot of room, don't they? Look, I don't have to take this level of overbearing judgement from you, serf. Cease this line of interrogation lest you foam at the moor with horror as you are forced to stare at the lithographic prints of grandmothers engaging in erotic dances. Blimey. What the heck is that? This is a specially designed hat produced from the finest rain retardant fleece. A whole herd's worth? Complete with built-in, fold-down, masked with glazed eye holes, nose full of clothes and leather fringed ties. Right. There. What was that, mate? How do I look? Can't hear a word you're saying. I said, how do I look? Well, like an idiot, obviously. How dare you? Will you do? You look like a crow that's been sat on by a sheep. Silence. We can now depart. What about me? What? What do you mean? Well, if you get to protect yourself with all this gubbins, what do I get to keep me from catching something? How's that my concern? Oh, nice. Real nice. For heaven's sake. If it will cease your incessant whining, you may take this kerchief and wrap it round your nose and mouth. I've only used it twice. Great. Come, let us away. The sooner we start, the sooner it's all over. And if God wills it, I'll never have to speak to you again, wretched oik. I bet you had a lot of friends growing up, didn't you? Hush now, and hasten. You know what we should do? Uh, What's that, my love? Oh, it hasn't anything to do with uh, under cassocks, has it? No, it has not. Will you you stop it, please? Uh, Quite right. We should consult a medical professional. Uh, do we do we know any medical professionals? Why, of course we do. Right, yes, yes, <laughs> of course, of course we do. Um, uh, uh, who? 
The great Grundleburn, of course. The great Grindleburn. Do you... Could you remind me? You know very well who she is, Vivian. She? Great Gurlipoos. Great? Oh, you you don't mean Greta Gertrude, by any chance? No, I do not. Because I was going to say she's a she's a professional, certainly, but but I wouldn't call the thing she does strictly medical. What is wrong with you today? I don't know. I'm just a bit distracted, I suppose. Who is this great uh, Fondleburn then? Grundleburn. <laughs> She's the old woman who lives in the West Wing. I go to her for all my aches and pains. Oh, all this Grundleburn. <laughs> when did she become a great? She's not a medical professional. She's just a mad old woman. Well, I'm going to talk to her anyway. She's very wise. Wise? She talks to badgers. Brothers, sisters, let not the sin of sloth keep you from your prayers. Oh, here's another prick. Elder Sackcloth is probably the most boring bloke in town. True, he is monotonous, dull, sanctimonious, and his sermon delivery is flatter than the witch's teeth. However, he is your priest, and so must be treated with the utmost respect. Oh, dung heaps, he's coming this way. Ah, Lord Crabtite, may the glory of God be with you always. And with you, um, I was just... May I say, what a fabulous hat you have on. Very kind, really. I mustn't tarry. It reminds me of the story Here we go. of Phoebe and the Fahrenheits. Well, you really must tell it to me. And so it was Some other that Phoebe went forth oh. upon the road to Gastrictibeth. And as he walked, he did see above, below, and all about him all kinds of tiny flying and crawling animals. These bewinged demons did begin to bother good Phoebe by flying into his beautiful eyes and his thickly shining locks, crawling up his hosiery and nesting in his fulsome knee hair. Soon it was that, driven almost mad by the itchiest of itches, good and handsome Phoebe cried out, I would wish all these titchy itch fiends dared, so that not one was left to crawl on its cursed belly in the dust or beat its fragile wings in the hot air. And saying thus, Phoebe. Now you've done it. Great God! What has happened to Lord Crabtite? Looks like uh, a sudden sleeping sickness. A sleeping sickness? What could have caused this unexpected collapse? Heat? Uh, but it is yet cool this afternoon. Uh, mayhap he has been in drink. What thinkest thou? I thinkest that your little story was so dull it literally knocked him out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> thou jesteth. <laughs> it is good to keep high humour in these moments of peril. But seriously, what happened? Seriously? 
You are just very boring. Thou art most amusing, brother, but the patience even of a priest may be tested only so far. As I was describing only a moment ago, and the story of Fiob and the Phalab... <gasps> but list, he stirs. Oh. Lord Crabtite. Ah, come. Forgive me. I thought I saw something on the ground. But t'was nothing. Ah, thou cease slowly, brother. It was not a slumber resultant of my story, after all. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, Elder Sackcloth. We really No must... apology need be offered from thy lips, brother. For I have taken no injury, neither to body or soul. But to continue with my tale. Phoeb was stricken with such an outrage. What are you doing out here anyway, Elder Sackcloth? Why aren't you in church? Where people can avoid you. It is a sad and sorry truth that the congregation has diminished in recent days. And so I thought as Steinides bring my sermon out to the people if they would not come to me. As it is told in the tale of Maribad and the Hillock... People are getting sick, you see, Elder. Sick? Yea, verily, tis passing sad. It reminds me of the tale of Titty Raman and the stingy nutclamps of Karatkaik. Titty Raman had but three we sons. We think it might be another bout of plague, Elder Sackler. And these... <gasps> plague? Uh, yes, well, ah, uh, um, lots to, uh, uh doest. Uh, bye. Real pillar of the community, that man. I can hardly blame him. If I were not under direct royal order, I would likely do the same thing. What, and just leave us all to die? But where would you snaffle all your taxes from? No more fancy hats for you, mate. Blimus! You're right there. If everyone bleeding copped it, I'd be stuffed. Something must be done. Right. So, do you want me to take you to the first afflicted household then, Lord? Lead on, sorry, sir. Masks on! Right, right. That was Crumbleflam, with Callum Hale as King Vivian the Vague, Philippa James as Queen Ermintrude the Organized, David Boyle as Lord Crabtite the Cunning, Lewis Alcock as Elder Sackcloth, and Roger Parkins as Sid the Serf.